remembered the line from the Hindu scripture, the Bhagavad Gita. Vishnu is trying to persuade the prince that he should do his duty. And to impress him, takes on his multi-armed form and says, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. I suppose we all thought that one way or another. Late in 1945, the Shinbun Akahata, literally newspaper red flag, the daily organ of the Japanese Communist Party, released a story describing how, in anticipation of the Soviet invasion of Manchuria, Japanese planes had bombed a secret biological weapons enclave outside Harbin, from which attacks on China had been launched. The Japanese Communist Network also became the source for a January 5, 1946 New York Times article that ran under the headline, quote, Bubonic Tests on Americans and Chinese Charged to Japanese, end of quote. The article reported that members of the Japanese medical corps had inoculated American and Chinese prisoners with bubonic plague in experiments in Harbin and Mukden. It named Dr. Ishii Shiro, a lieutenant general in the Japanese Surgeon Corps and former head of the Ishii Institute in Harbin, as the director of the tests. The official story at the time was that Ishii Shiro was dead and buried. Then in early January 1946, the veil of secrecy around the United States Biological Weapons Program was temporarily and partially lifted. Aiming to gain public support for Camp Dietrich's so-called defensive research, George Wilhelm Hermann Emanuel Merck of uh, multinational pharmaceutical company Merck and Company Inc. and head of the program with Frank Olson released a sanitized overview of its wartime achievements. The Washington Post covered the press conference announcing Merck's report. After noting the U.S. invention of vaccines against rinderpest and chicken cholera, the Post uh, article turned alarmist. It reported that, quote, the development of agents for biological weapons is possible in many countries, large and small, without vast expenditures of money or the construction of huge production facilities, end of quote. This effort could be conducted, quote, perhaps under the guise of legitimate medical or bacteriological research, end of quote. The Post's attention-grabbing headline read, quote, germ warfare called worse than atomic, end of quote. Scenarios of Soviet germ attacks on America filled the press. Little of substance, though, was revealed to the public. When it came to U.S. biological weapons, there was no Smith report to brag about the achievements in physics as there had been for the Manhattan Project. Then in February 27, 1946, MacArthur and Frankwist Willoughby's uh, 
G2 secrecy operandi was compromised even further when in an issue of Pacific Stars and Stripes, journalist Peter Kalisha reported that US military intelligence had located General Ishii and that over the course of seven weeks, Lieutenant Colonel Arvo Thompson of the War Research Service, um, which is the organization under the Federal Security Agency that had initiated the germ warfare program in the US. He had already been interviewing the general and 25 of his scientists. It seemed that Ishii had never been so dead and buried as it was claimed. I noticed the first time that four of the wing bombs, the second time two of the wing bombs, had no fuses. Therefore, they couldn't be ordinary bombs. The germ bombs that we dropped on January 4th and the 11th corresponded exactly to one of those mentioned by Mr. Ashford just two weeks previously. Also, in discussions with the other pilots and navigators in the room where I lived, I found that several of them had also been given special missions, and that the briefing officer had told them that these guts were, in fact, germ bombs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the third part in our mini-series on germ, peace and warfare and the ninth episode of The Return of the Repressed. I'm very happy to be back here with you and I hope everyone is doing good and that you're not dying from the heat waves. Um, what you just heard was of course a kind of uh, natural follow-up to my <laughs> mysterious last uh, telegram between uh, Cho Enlai and Mao Zedong during the Korean War and the uh, the person who was speaking was one of those infamous uh, defecting US flyers but uh, we will we will get there in not too long in the last episode I ended with a short summary of what is to come and noted that there were a few reports made by US intelligence before during and after the Tokyo trial that were not designated to gather evidence but rather technical know-how. And uh, also in the intro just now, we were introduced to uh, Lieutenant Colonel Arvo Thompson, author of one of these reports. However, I think I already in the first episode mentioned another character named Murray Sanders. You remember the first Chemical War Service agent in the third jeep behind MacArthur as they set up shop in Tokyo. Before Thompson and before Ishii was recovered and kept hidden, though he was already hiding, Sanders had been interviewing Dr. Naito Ryoichi. Naito was a scientist fluent in English who back in 1939 
had flown to a laboratory at the Rockefeller Institute in New York City to obtain samples of yellow fever. Later that same year, another colleague, Dr. Miyagawa Yonetsugi, took the same trip with the same request. Miyagawa was the second person introduced to Sanders during the inquiry, and both of them, Miyagawa and Naito, will return later in the story under highly suspicious circumstances. The yellow fever collection run was uh, not a success according to the official story of the Rockefeller Institute. However, I am somewhat skeptical about that and uh, I will now take some time before going on to the reports to tell you just why. Well, first off, I knew from memory that Rockefeller funded the uh, Kaiser Wilhelm Institute for uh, Anthropology, Human Heredity and Eugenics in Berlin. You see, for decades, American eugenicists had uh, craved twins to advance their research into heredity. The institute was now prepared to undertake such research on an unprecedented level. On May 13, 1932, the Rockefeller Foundation in New York dispatched a radiogram to its Paris office. June meeting, executive committee, $9,000 over three years period to KWG Institute Anthropology for Research on Twins and Effects on Latter Generations of Substance Toxic for Germplasm. It just so happens that the uh, Kaiser Wilhelm Institute employed Medal for the Care of the German People recipient Joseph Rudolf Mengele before he went to Auschwitz. Mengele's boss at the Institute, Ottmar Freiherr von Fersuche, Fersuche. <laughs> An honorary member of the Japanese Society of Human Genetics escaped prosecution at Nuremberg and would later rebrand himself as a geneticist in the post-war era. During the 1950s and 1960s he was known for research on the effects of nuclear radiation on humans and for his warnings against the possibility of creating quote scientifically improved human beings, end of quote, offered by genetic science. In this context, the uh, Rockefeller Foundation, right after the war and the bombs had been dropped, were quickly first on site in Japan to study exactly that, whilst preparing the economic anti-communist stability of the new ally. But uh, again, we will get there much later. Fershauer re-established his connections with his American benefactors who had renamed their crusade quote, human genetics, end of quote. Typical was uh, an exchange uh, July 25, 1946 with Dr. Paul Popeno, who wrote Fershauer It was indeed a pleasure to hear from you again. I have been very anxious about my colleagues in Germany. I suppose the sterilization has been discontinued in Germany? Question mark. End of quote. Popeno offered tidbits about various American eugenic luminaries and then sent various eugenic publications. 
in a separate package. Popano sent some cocoa, coffee and other goodies. Fershuer wrote back, quote, Your very friendly letter of uh, the 25th of July gave me a great deal of pleasure and you have, ha you have my heartfelt thanks for it. The letter builds another bridge between you and my scientific work. I hope that this bridge will never again collapse, but rather make possible valuable mutual enrichment and stimulation. End of quote. Popino was board of directors at the American Eugenics Society and had experimented with venereal diseases in World War I before writing a textbook titled applied eugenics quote from an uh, historical point of view the first method which presents itself is execution its value in keeping up the standard of the race should not be underestimated end of quote applied eugenics also devoted a chapter to quote lethal selection end of quote which operated quote through the destruction of the individual by some adverse feature of the environment such as excessive cold or bacteria or by bodily deficiency end of quote all three categories including the earlier interest in venereal diseases being of highest priority at unit 731 now, the entire story of uh, U.S. eugenics and the Rockefeller project to sterilize some 15 million Americans is, of course, much longer and complicated. And when I do the episode on uh, Project Surgeon, Paperclip and Matchbox, more will be said. But uh, at this stage, let's try to keep focus on Japan. In the beginning, the Japanese doctors kept quiet. So Sanders hinted that the Americans might start cooperating with the Soviets and that Naito might soon be reunited with some of his colleagues in a Siberian gulag. Apparently the ploy worked. The next day Naito gave Sanders 12 handwritten pages describing Unit 731 in its entirety. At the top of the organizational chart he put the Emperor. Beneath him were the various war departments and the Army Medical College. Near the bottom was Lieutenant General Ishii Shiro as the founding director of the Harbin Research and Production Center, that is Unit 731, with his subalterns below him. In a written statement to Sanders, Naito declared that his uh, reasons for coming forward were altruistic. He sought no recompense, uh, as he said, for the uh, information he was offering. Rather, he feared that the secrecy about Japan's uh, BW program would lead to latter revelations damaging to his, quote, poor nation, end of quote. He said he had shared his concern with the chief of uh, Japan's Bureau of uh, Medicine, who was unfortunately reluctant to make any disclosures. According to Naito, the, uh, quote, the high officers of Japanese headquarters, end of quote, had recently debated whether to reveal the existence of the biological weapons program and decided against it, quote, out of concern for Emperor Hirohito's reputation, end of quote. Sanders took the organizational outline, his best yield to date, 
to a meeting with General MacArthur, General Willoughby and Carl Compton in the Supreme Commander's office in the Daiichi building. He recommended to them that uh, to get the maximum information, Naito should be assured that none of the VW scientists would be prosecuted for war crimes. According to Sanders, MacArthur encouraged him to make a verbal promise saying, quote, Well, you're the man in charge of the scientific aspect of this. If you feel you cannot get all the information, we're not given to torture. So offer him that promise as coming from the general MacArthur and get the data. End of quote. Whatever Sanders said to Naito, the doctor became more forthcoming about Unit 731's technical achievements. For example, he told Sanders that the most successful offensive research of Japan's BW program involved plague. One breakthrough was the discovery of how to easily infect the uh, Senosula Cheopsis flea with bubonic plague. Rather than making the connection to the plague attacks on China, Sanders let the statement pass. Very scientific, Sanders. Very scientific. Naito also described the mass production of pathogens for plague, cholera, dysentery, salmonella and anthrax, which he characterized as a, quote, challenge, end of quote. The organisms the Japanese considered prime BW candidates were plague, anthrax and glanders. Of these, glanders was the most unusual, caused by uh, Burkholderia malei, it was a bacterial disease affecting horses and mules that, uh, from an American perspective, had limited utility. However, I want to make one interesting note here, and uh, one gruesome one. The interesting one is that most pandemics that we have known during the 20th century have been so-called uh, zoonotic diseases, that is, uh, transferring from animal to human such as uh, HIV, Ebola, Salmonella, Swine Flu, Bird Flu, the Spanish Flu, SARS, COVID-19, and so on. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not a high-modernity chemtrail guy, so I know that we don't need labs in the generic term to produce these pathogens. The greatest cause here is not the moonraker drags of the world, uh, but the, the sorry fact that capital agriculture, due to its compulsory forward movement, has already turned this entire planet into a laboratory as it pushes genetically modified cattle and crops further into untouched geographical territories of undiscovered mutation possibilities. Though I will say at the same time that economical bio-warfare during peacetime and the strategy of compromising the other's animal agriculture is something we will look at in the coming episode. Um, and I should note I've been forgetting that, but already many of the people that I've talked about who are, you know, who have a mandate uh, of anything from, you know, bacteriologists, pathologists, blah, 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 they all seem to have some title or interest in agriculture. The gruesome note here is that uh, many old Chinese people still suffer from something described as rotten leg syndrome, which are lifelong wounds that just won't heal. The only thing these people have in common is having worked in fields with cattle attacked by germ warfare. 
Despite Naito's uh, vow that no human guinea pigs had been used, Sanders had a strange experience that suggested otherwise. One night, a man dressed in a beret, sweatshirt and trousers knocked at the window of his hotel room. The guest had shimmed down the drain pipe to the window ledge. On guard, Sanders reached for his revolver before he let him in. Then he listened as the intruder described the design and production of the Uji bacteriological bomb. The man told Sanders that to test the bomb, quote, they had staked out prisoners at varying, varying distances from the bomb when it had exploded to see the impact on them. Some of the prisoners had died, end of quote. Sanders told MacArthur and Willoughby about his visitor um, to ask if the deal with Naito was off. After hearing the story, MacArthur reportedly raised his eyebrows, lit his pipe and commented, We need more evidence. We can't simply act on that. Keep going, ask more questions and keep quiet about it. What Sanders found out about the Uji bomb would be part of an accumulation of data which, together with the other reports, informs us that from 1937 to 1942, Unit 731 invented at least 1,770 bacteria bombs, including Model 1, Model RO, Model U, Model GA, older Model Uji, Model U. J150, model GUI100, model HA, model SI, and the cluster bomb. Of these 10 types of bacterial bombs, UG150 was the most frequently produced. The UG150, also known as model Uji, was built as a ceramic shell, Ishi filter style. The quantity of fragments of UG-150 bombs found in the Unit 731 ruins, as well as the scale of the former factory, uh, a five-story building with two kilns and four chimneys located in Wangang village, Nangang, Harbin, indicated huge scale production. Types of bombs, types of bacterial liquid, attack results and production budgets were widely studied. Sanders went on to interview Tomoshiza Mazuda, another core member of Unit 731. He believed four types of pathogen liquid could be used in warfare. One of them is bacteria, including plague, cholera, typhoid fever, dysentery, glanders, anthrax, brucellosis, tularemia, tuberculosis, tetanus, gas gangrene, botulinum toxin, diphtheria, staphylococcus, streptococcus, and meningitis. The second was protozoa, such as uh, Farber disease, relapsing fever, yaws, malaria, and Kala-Azar. The third type was rickettsia, such as typhus, typhus fever, and scrub typhus. The last type was viruses, such as dengue, yellow fever, smallpox, foot and mouth disease, rabies, and epidemic anemia. In conclusion, Sanders wrote, quote, 
Japanese offensive BW was characterized by a curious mixture of foresight, energy, ingenuity, and at the same time, lack of imagination with surprisingly amateurish approaches to some aspects of the work, end of quote. The Japanese scientists had failed, for instance, to develop, as the British and Americans had, sophisticated cloud chamber experiments to calculate dose responses in test animals. From Sanders' perspective, the Japanese could have researched a greater variety of bacteria and toxins, especially since they said they had uh, propagated a great number of mice, rats, marmots, rabbits and goats for their experiments. <laughs> I don't understand what this greater variety is. The list I was making earlier was pretty long. Um, but uh, then again, I'm not uh, Murray Sanders from 4T Trick. Uh, and perhaps I should mention again, uh, like I did in the earlier episode, that if you go to ask a, an historian on Reddit, or you consult any other generic history source, you will find the same mumbo-jumbo obscurantism that foreclosures uh, Operation Paperclip, i.e. that what was discovered was unusable bad science. And uh, if you really think that the US would simply pardon thousands of scientists involved in the experiments because they were conducted in the pursuit uh, as a mere psychopathic joke of modern pathology, then, you know, you are of course allowed to assume that. However, if you stick around for the coming reports, the picture will become clear that Hirohito's imperial army, with their frostbite and dysentery experiments on living human beings, were well on the way to solving an age-old riddle shared by many European Caesars in the last millennium, such as uh, Charles Twelfth of Sweden, Napoleon of France and uh, Hitler of the Third Reich, to name a few. Namely, how the fuck does one reach Moscow before the winter eats your army alive?
since Naito had been the head of the Singaporean labs and Masuda had been in charge of the complex in Burma, Sanders was somewhat successfully kept in the dark about the full extent of the main laboratory complex in Pingfang, which uh, according to maps that the interviewees had supposedly painted from memory, since as they claimed most documents had been burned, of course seemed to be a complex greater and more advanced than Fort Dietrich where Sanders himself worked. Dark night would soon become day when Shiro Ishii was miraculously brought back from the dead. Thorpe's uh, CIC agent found out in January that he had been hiding in Kamo, 300 kilometers from Tokyo, with his wife and daughter. His death certificate and the enshrinement of his ashes and bones had been faked. CIC ordered uh, Ishii to return to his Tokyo address and since Thompson had arrived to make himself available for interrogation. He refused to do so and uh, Thompson instead met him at his own house over a series of dinners and lunches. CIC, uh, as you might recall, is one of many intelligence apparatuses uh, operating in uh, post-war Japan by the Americans. The initial meeting did not go well. General Ishii insisted on being addressed as a general, and openly disdainful of Thompson's rank, questioned why the army hadn't sent a more senior officer. He took over his first interrogation by bragging about his invention of a portable decontamination device, which he said could turn urine into potable water. Which, uh, funny enough, is uh, exactly how Bill Gates is keeping up his PR today when uh, you know his Monsanto connections started to become shall we say too disheartening Thompson then persuaded Ishii to sketch a map of Ping Fan which matched the map drawn for Colonel Sanders by Dr. Masuda and the bomb expert Kaneko with uh, pride Ishii pointed out the location of his office in the main building then he identified the other buildings the housing reserved for himself, his officers and visiting scientists, and there were many. The research buildings where experiments were conducted, the small Buddhist temple where they worshipped, and the brothel with Korean and Chinese women and girls provided by the Guangdong army. To the uh, unsuspecting Thompson, he said nothing of the prison for the victims of medical experimentation or the crematorium where their bodies were disposed. Feeling emboldened, Thompson asked the general if he would contact any of his former scientists who might be interested in answering purely technical questions. Ishii willingly recruited about a dozen, all loyal to him and Thompson spent the next month interrogating them. When he started his project, the general opinion in Allied military intelligence was that the Japanese had investigated uh, germ weapons but not used them. In his inquiry, Thompson might revise that estimate, or be convinced by Ishii that Unit 731 had never crossed that line. Then there was the uh, Thomas B. English report, which for some reason is only mentioned in one of the many books I have read on the subject, and sources are, as always, in the description. However, from various other sources, I have gathered that Inglis was a chief of naval intelligence. 
Inglis had uh, once moved favorably in the navy circle that recruited the Chinese heroine and tungsten pirates of the Qingbang, also known as the uh, centuries-old Green Gang Secret Society, which later, together with General Tai Li, the ruthless leader of China's vast secret police apparatus, crushed Shanghai's communist underground when the Japanese surrendered. All of which we must come back to in a future episode regarding the Anglo-East Asian origins of what uh, Peter Dale Scott has called the government gang symbiosis. Inglis uh, was also, as you might expect considering his title, later instrumental in the forming of uh, what was once called Truman's uh, centralized intelligence newspaper. And though he didn't like to be told what to do when the centralized agency was formed, he also despised the infighting during World War II and the trials. It's hard to tell what information came from the English report and what came from the Thompson report. But if any of my American listeners is up for it, then uh, his documents seems to be in the uh, Hoover Institution's uh, library and archive since 1985. And the four boxes are still labeled, quote, material not yet described, end of quote. So, you know, go and have a look for me or for yourself. On 4th of April 1947, Major General Alden Waite of the U.S. Biological Warfare Unit sent Norbert Fell to Tokyo to investigate Japanese biological warfare. Fell was an expert in microbiology and epidemiology, a graduate of the University of Chicago and head of the plant laboratory at the Dietrich military base. We uh, shall see some more connections to Chicago later, but let's uh, uh, note that there is a special well, notice attached to Fell's report that reads as follows. Quote, Anyone who received this attachment must sign in the blank at left. Anyone who knows about the content of this attachment has to sign the blank on the right. Only the last person who receives this attachment has the right to distribute this attachment when highly necessary. The person needs to keep or return the report and this attachment according to the regulation. This attachment must remain with the report until this report is returned to the top secret document keeper. According to Information Security Department document number 380 stroke 5 passage 26, this attachment needs to be transferred by specially appointed respondent. When the attachment is unused, it should be kept in a safety box with three locks or similar security box. There should be a receipt during the postage process. Um, this uh, attachment is equivalent to a receipt, within brackets. When the document is not in the post, it should be managed by top secret document keepers or top secret document assistants. The decryption of documents is decided by the United States Department of Defense. The class of decryption is adjusted in every three years. Decryption will be released after 12 years. This document is currently decrypted. End of quote. This increased uh, secrecy is uh, partially explained by General Waite having reason to worry about adverse publicity. 
in line with Secretary of War Patterson's uh, policies, his post-war vision emphasized close military and corporate business cooperation. But with the Truman reorganization of uh, U.S. defense by mid-July 1947, Patterson was gone while the congressional focus on wartime military excesses and corruption continued. Waite soon became entangled in a Senate investigation of the Garson brothers, two uh, contractors who during the war had uh, bilked the US government out of millions of dollars, a good deal of it through CWS contracts. Photographs have had surfaced from the marriage in 1944 of one of uh, the Garson daughters to a CWS major. In them, CWS Chief General William Porter, Alden Waite and other CWS officers were caught celebrating the event at the Hotel Pierre in New York. Uh, you might remember that we talked about a New York club meeting of uh, Big Pharma and Chemicals gentlemen in connection to our old friend uh, Amos Fries. And so I guess we shouldn't assume that the war profiteers would stop celebrating their profits uh, just because there is a war. Uh, I also found out that if you want to buy the original photograph, uh, it's on eBay. Can't remember, but I thought I think it was like eight hundred dollars or something. <laughs> Why? Why would you spend your money on that? Testify, testifying before Congress, Wade defended the record of the service, uh, which under his leadership had become the Army Chemical Corps, uh, the upgrade that President Franklin Roosevelt had admittedly opposed in 1937. Despite the bad press, uh, Wade held on to his post and the CWS budget, which the year before had sunk to $933,000. Uh, regained its wartime high of 2.4 million, which I guess makes it about 40 million dollars in today's currency, thanks to a turn towards uh, Cold War thinking. At Dietrich, the program to adapt lethal pathogens to bombs and spray generators was revived, with hopes that the Air Force would become a major client. The discovery of German nerve gas gave the chemical corps a new research direction. As US partners, the British were also developing nerve gas munitions and in 1946 embarked on a project called Red Admiral to make a thousand pound cluster bomb that could inflict a 50% death rate on an industrial area of 100 square miles. I don't know if that's English or American miles or if indeed there's that much difference between them but that's pretty big, right? That's a like one mile is 1.6 kilometer or something. <laughs> so it's a, fuck me, 160 square kilometers. Whether biological or chemical weapons could actually compete with nuclear arms or even with uh, conventional bombs was a matter of theory. But theory was enough to loosen congressional purse strings to institutionally invest in these innovations. Still in Tokyo, more uh, successful in, in his inquiry than either Sanders or Thompson, Dr. Fell was discovering ample evidence of forced human experimentation. At Camp Dietrich, the scientific understanding of the impact of especially lethal infectious diseases on humans was crucial yet difficult to measure without research that exposed test subjects to mortal danger. In its inhalatory form, 
Anthrax was known to kill over 90% of those infected, with no hope of cure, which made it the premier US biological weapon. But how its spores did their damage was poorly understood, and how the pathogens of other disease candidates like plague and typhoid fever might be better used as bomb and spray weapons lacked human research. The Unit 731 experiments on what they had called logs could hold the key. As uh, Fell reported to General Waite and General Willoughby, with just verbal assurance of protection, he had found it, quote, finally possible to get the key Japanese medical men who had been connected with BW to agree to reveal the entire story, end of quote. So with uh, MacArthur's pardon in place, it seemed that the Fort Detrick investigators knew that they had struck gold. And this involved uh, what I alluded to er earlier, namely the prospect of agricultural economic warfare. You see, um, a Dr. Norman sent Norbert Fell a list of questions. And before we go through them due to the focused nature of the question and uh, that Norman only appears only once under one name and again only in one of all the books, I couldn't help myself getting sidetracked finding out more about him. I believe this Norman to be F. Norman White, a doctor whom in 1923 established a 100-page report on the prevalence of epidemic disease and port health organization and procedure in the Far East for the Health Committee of the League of Nations. In the photographic archives of the United Nations in a folder jacket full of uh, typed and handwritten letters from board members of the health committee together with two copies of the report, one in French and one in English. I also found out that uh, Norman for some reason sent a copy to the Rockefeller Foundation and uh, Dr. Frederick Russell, an expert on yellow fever and typhoid seemingly the only other organization except the League of Nations to receive copies. In a letter between Dr. Norman and Dr. Victor G. Heiser of the Rockefeller Foundation, the man who built the public health system for the American colonial government in the Philippines, Norman even states that the report is confidential. It's interesting to note that the Eastern Bureau of the League of Nations uh, Health Section was founded a year later since the report and the extensive mission and, and then indeed the, the founding of the Eastern Bureau was the outcome, according to Dr. Norman in the introduction, of a proposal by a certain Dr. Miyajima. The report's primary mission was to grade the epidemic readiness of every port in Eastern, Southeastern and Southern Asia, many of which within a decade would start to fall under the jurisdiction of the Japanese Empire. Dr. Miyajima claims the necessity of this mission was his discovery of outbreaks of pneumonic plague in Manchuria and Siberia, which in my opinion gives us the reason for the location site of Unit 731 since there couldn't have been a better cover for field experiments of plague bombs. It is also interesting, I think, uh, to note that the Eastern Bureau of the League of Nations was uh, operational until February 1942 when Japan invaded Singapore. 
all this though probably doesn't indicate anything other than the global influence of the Rockefellers as uh, they organized an epidemic intelligence bureau all over Asia challenged uh, in influence perhaps only by the League of Nations if uh, even that but uh, wouldn't it be interesting if the name keeps popping up during this investigation which I have already alluded to as culminating in the Green Revolution blink blink let's have just a few more examples uh, while we're at it most famous and directly related is of course the Stateville Penitentiary Malaria Study on Prisoners in the 30s the um, experiments which uh, sort of started an exponential trend in the US prison system was carried out by the reoccurring Chicago University of Medicine as Lindsay McGooey quoted in her book uh, No Such Thing as a Free Gift published by Verso Rockefeller himself once said quote not even God himself can stop me from giving my money to the University of Chicago. End of quote. And indeed, he was there when they started, and he kept them afloat during the Depression. And of course, his foundation was there when they started preparing for wars in the tropics. Just as they already had in Puerto Rico with Dr. Rhodes, who was uh, infecting human subjects with cancer cells. Something he defended in a letter. Quote, Puerto Ricans are the dirtiest, laziest, most degenerate and thievious race of men ever to inhabit this sphere. They are even lower than the Italians. What the island, <laughs> what the island needs is not public health work, but a tidal wave or something to totally exterminate the entire population. I have done my best to further the process of their extermination by killing off eight and transplanting cancer into several more. All physicians take delight in the abuse and torture of the unfortunate subjects. End of quote. Dr. Cornelius P. Rhodes for the Rockefeller Institute for Medical Research, November 1931. Fittingly, after a long career that also involved radiation testing on humans, in 1979 the American Association for Cancer Research established the Cornelius P. Rhodes Memorial Award for, quote, meritorious achievement in cancer research. Just recently, uh, there was also a lawsuit against uh, Dr. John C. Cutler, who was involved in the Tuskegee syphilis study and later a larger project involving thousands of men in Guatemala. Implicated in the lawsuit was again the Rockefeller Institute, and it should be noted that also Tuskegee Institute is a recruited institution of their philanthropic conglomeration. We could go on, of course, but uh, first let's have a conclusion from Thomas River, the famed virologist who led the Rockefeller Institute of the uh, Medical Research Hospital in New York to become a leader in viral research during the 30s and 40s, and who in 1944 founded the US Navy Medical Research Unit 2. I wonder which one was the first one. <laughs> NAMRU stroke 2 at the Rockefeller University, currently stationed in uh, Phnom Penh, Cambodia. 
Well, you know, because of the great transparency and public insight the region offers. Quote, Well, all I can say is, it's against the law to do many things, but the law winks when a reputable man wants to do a scientific experiment. For example, the criminal code of the city of New York holds that it is a felony to inject a person with infectious material. Well, I tested out live yellow fever vaccine right on my ward in the Rockefeller Hospital. It was no secret, and I assure you that the people in the New York City Department of Health knew it was being done. Unless the law winks occasionally, you have no progress in medicine. Thomas Rivers, 1961. I know what some of you are thinking. So uh, what about Dr. Miyajima, who ordered the report? Who was he that in a way caused the Rockefeller's uh, Asian Epidemic Intelligence Bureau? Well, we know that he was a member of the Kita Sato Institute for Infectious Diseases. After the war, the vice president of the Kita Sato Institute was uh, Shiro Kasahara from Unit 731, Virus Research Division. One of the foremost sought-after prosecutions at the Soviet Kabarovsk trial. But uh, he was uh, never taken away from Tokyo. When a communist member of the Japanese diet raised the issue of uh, Kasahara's war crimes linked to biological weapons and the uh, several thousands who may have served as guinea pigs for the Guangdong army, it, uh, its secretary dismissed him with the comment that such matters had been taken care of by the Allied nations in conformity with the Potsdam Declaration, that is, at the Tokyo trials. A few months later, the deputy who raised the question was banned from government by the occupation's anti-communist purge. Miyajima was uh, also a professor in the Faculty of Medicine at Keio University. And though Keio University was not crawling with implicated scientists as for example uh, Kyoto University, we should note that uh, Suzumu Kawakami, who graduated from the School of Medicine of Kyoto's uh, Imperial University and was uh, Shiro Ishii's uh, pathology instructor, taught pathology at Keio University. Okay, for now, let's return to Fell's report and back to the questions that we've been waiting for that Norbert Fell, uh, chief of uh, Camp Dietrich's field division, received from Dr. Norman, which he sent in all likeliness on behalf of the Rockefellers. Part 1. What were the main crops considered by the Japanese group concerned with crop destruction? Part 2. What plant diseases, organisms or insects were studied? Part 3. Was the intent to attack by sabotage or by direct application of the agent to the crop by airplane? Where was the laboratory work carried out? What sort of facilities did the uh, laboratories have? Part 5. Who were the chief technical people involved and what positions had they held previously? Part 6. Were field trials carried out on a small plot basis or on a large scale? Were any of these in isolated areas or on islands? Part 7. How was it proposed to distribute the agents for crops? By dropping test tube cultures or use bombs or sprays from airplanes? 
If either of the latter, what kind of equipment was developed? Part 8. Was attention given to defensive measures such as the spraying of crops that had previously been treated? Part 9. Were any experiments carried out on effects on crops of chemicals such as oil, war gases, or poisons or weed killers? Part 10. Were experiments carried out on burning of crops or vegetation by incendiaries and or spraying or treating? Part 11. Were there any gardens or field plots at or near the BW installation? How big were they? Were they isolated from other farms? What crops were growing? Part 12. Did you see men working in the plots, spraying or dusting the plants? Did any of the crops die or change color? Did airplanes fly over them at low attitude? Part 13. Do you know if grain or vegetables from these plots were fed to animals or men? Part 14. Were there any agronomists, plant pathologists, botanists, crop breeders or entomologists on the technical staff of the BW installation? What sort of work were they doing? Part 15. Were chemical weed killers in use in Japan before the war? If so, what substances were used? Were they available during the war? Part 16. What crop diseases do you know of or can recognize? Do any of these causes serious losses in the vicinity of the BW installation?